Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio with your host, Jennifer O'Neill, where the focus is to simplify the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. Jennifer is a leading expert in the field of spirit communication and has spent the last 20 years as a professional psychic and spiritual teacher, helping people all over the world learn how to develop themselves spiritually through her books, podcasts, and her virtual learning center, Keys to the Spirit World. For the next hour, join Jennifer to discover different tools and techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit world better and empower you on your own spiritual journey. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. My co-host, K.O., is back. Aloha, K.O. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you today? Yeah. So, um... We decided to do a show, or I wanted to do a show on the five common money blocks. But before I get into that, um, I want to make sure that everybody um, who follows me, I I have people email me, all, and um, I only open them at certain times of the year. And so I have this empath class. Uh, it's a year-long transformation class. I wasn't even going to share about I wasn't even sure this year, um, but I did, and uh, this this month I've opened it, I think yesterday, and it'll be open till the 21st, so for those of you who have been waiting, um, make sure to go over to www.empathclass.com, um, you can get more information there and or sign up, most people are just waiting, to them. you can do that over there, so that class is super awesome. Um, I use the techniques that I teach, but it is a transformation. It's not, it's not like a regular class that you would take it, it when you're trying to be a healthier empath and live a life managing your abilities. It's kind of more like if you're not doing the diet, but you're changing your eating habits. Does that make sense, Kale? That's a <laughs> good analogy. Of, yeah. That's a really good a, analogy. <laughs> yeah. You have to change your. Um, lifestyle and it's hard for people to do that when they're not understanding everything that comes into it's very similar to the diet and the food thing you know if you're not understanding why mm -hmm. food affects your body certain ways it's the same t type of thing with the empath class but anyways I'm excited about this show and um, in the description we were talking about it a little bit and when it comes to manifesting money and creating uh, abundance People struggle with making enough money to do what they truly desire. Like they really struggle with this. And there's very common blocks that tend to keep people from moving forward. Because when you embark on a spiritual journey, this struggle with, you know, trying to gain things that you truly desire, manifest, and have financial freedom, which is what most people feel like that that's what their goal is that's what they feel like it is that's what they wish for um, it's it's really common when you embark on a spiritual journey for this to become more confusing because you really desire on a soul level to change your life and I've had so many people go okay well if you know how do I 
move out of this old pattern and this old job, I know I need to change my life. I know this old job is causing me issues or surrounding me with negativity or bringing me down in a spiritual aspect. So how do I move forward and change since this job pays the bills? And so we're going to be talking about some of that stuff. But the other thing that I want everybody to know is this isn't a show on how to make money. So we will be talking about money, energy, how that works into um, your spiritual journey, universal laws, basically about money from an energetic standpoint and things, the most common blocks that keep people from manifesting or creating more of what they feel like is an abundant lifestyle. People do that I've done myself. I'm sure, KL, you've done as well. Um, and I just uh, want everybody to know, you know, it's not, this is not a get rich quick show, right? We don't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, right. This is not an infomercial. So anyways, no, um, no, no, it's not going to be one of those things. So, you know, but let's talk about the spiritual journey stuff. Um, that is something that I notice that happens quite often with people they they begin to align spiritually they begin to get in tune with their own um, spiritual body and they start really understanding what they truly desire in life and they have a hard time going again how do i leave this job how do i go to um this other area and it, you know how do i if i want to be a healer if i want to um be a surfing uh teacher you know, how do I go from this corporate world to over there? And that really makes people start feeling frustrated and confused. I kind of feel like people starting on a spiritual journey get more confused about money. Do you notice that? Do you notice that people I have around noticed you? that. I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I clients or different a lot people. Of the healers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, it, the thing is, is you're trying to take your old money mindset and things that you've been taught and it no longer resonates with you. And that's what causes a lot of the confusion. And so um, the, the desire to have more things and more abundance is becomes magnified, but the confusion also becomes magnified because you're still set in this old money mindset and that's, that's hard to rid, rid yourself of and this causes some blocks. So um, we're gonna be talking about block number one fairly quickly here. Um, because when you get into this money stuff, we will need to be talking about universal laws, universal energy. Um, so most common block number one that I see is people don't have enough energy or energy information. Um, some <laughs> people might not have enough energy, um, but they don't have enough information on how the whole money energy thing works. So, you know, money is energy. It's not paper. It, it, it took me. I guess I would say, cause you know, when you're younger, even though I had abilities and I was younger and whatever, and that's why I think kids are so incredibly smart. Kids don't ever think of anything that they desire requiring money. Now adults would be like, okay, well that's just ridiculous cause everything costs money. And then as you become older, your adults around you are going, well, but this costs $10 and that costs $12. And you know, they're trying to explain how much everything costs and how it's not attainable. And that is the beginning of your money mindset problem. So all of a sudden, what kids are naturally born with, or you as a child were naturally born with, 
understanding that how the energy works, how money flow works, and how you basically um, work with the law of attraction and that sort of thing, it, you, bec you train your brain to go, okay, no, wait a minute, money's paper. And oh, that piece of paper really holds a lot of power. And so you shift away from understanding money as an energy and how it flows. It ebbs and flows. It comes into your life. It goes out of your life. And you begin to focus on like a physical piece of paper. Do you, have you, has that ever happened to you? Do you ever remember having a switch yes. at any point in time during like when you were young and married or any of that? I do. I remember you said it in the very beginning. It's it's a money mindset. You can't move mm -hmm. forward with old with an old um, belief with old patterns. And so for me, I remember realizing it, being aware of old family money patterns or what I was brought up to believe that I needed to shift that to then open up my own flow, release and let go of my old stagnant beliefs around not receiving money or um, not charging enough or, or like a lot of um, healers, they feel they have a, a, a feeling of, well, I'm doing spiritual work. Should I be getting paid for that? Right. So, well, yeah. One of the things that I worked on really hard because I actually, I, I have a few stories about this. When I was younger, of course, you don't, again, you're just like, oh, I really desire to have this or I want this in my life. And it kind of comes in usually or it seems to when for a lot of children. Um, but we were really, really, we did not have money. We were poor. We Like that was something that, um, you know, turn the heat way down type of poor, not have very much food. Um, and this is something that, you know, stuck with me in my young adult life. And I remember when I got married and I started, this wasn't resonating with me anymore because everything hinged upon paper. And I remember having this really weird aha moment that how can this piece of paper have this much power or control? Like it was bizarre to me. And so mm -hmm. I started going, what if there's another way like what if everything, because this was a time I was really working with law of attraction and working with the law of allowing and all that. There must be another way because I started observing people around me and I started noticing that there was some people who money came very easily to that they didn't seem to necessarily work harder than other people that I knew that were struggling very much. I know some people who work really hard that struggle um, paying their bills or they are not, not making very much money. And I found that that very strange, the work ethic was there, but their, I started really kind of observing their mindset and their mindset was different. Um, the people who I know around me who are struggling really intently with, with having a very good work ethic and the other people who were, who also had a very good work ethic, but it seemed to seem to become easier. They literally seemed to have they they didn't seem to have that 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 almost the money hoarder mindset which is is what i i see a lot where you are so worried about losing it and every the, every you imagine like these people just know every dollar i worked so hard for this dollar i worked so hard for this ten dollars and they almost feel like not angry about it but aggressive about it 
versus the other mm -hmm. people who were very relaxed like yeah but you know I make money all the time it's always coming in so we're gonna talk a little bit more about that uh, when we come back from this break The cutting edge of Conscious Radio, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Tune in to the Practical Intuitive Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. I am Fidel Mshombo. I was born in a city called Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family, and then, boom! Everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Aloha and welcome back. Um, so we've been talking about five common blocks, money blocks, and the first block was what we were talking about prior to the break, which is not enough information. So what I was talking about is a story about when I remember being young and um, I remember trying to understand why, why this, why paper, because money is energy, why, why paper seemed to hold so much clout or weight and it. it seems so weird I mean because you could just rip paper up I mean it's weird not that I would do that but you know it's it just it, it, it seems so strange to me so when I started observing people around me one of the things that I did is I thought okay well there's obviously something else to this money thing which is what I think a lot of people do when they become on a spiritual journey and I think blocks one and two are going to kind of run into each other here but um I started thinking, you know, what if it has more to do with my mindset, which is what I was observing outside myself. I was observing people that had a very aggressive mindset on how hard it was to make money and how other people who were working just as hard were who seemed to have money all the time seemed to be more relaxed and of course I'm working for money it's gonna come in it's gonna go out but I'm gonna bring in more money it just it continues to circulate through my life so they would not have any problem going out and buying a hamburger or you know buying a new shirt because they knew that then the more money was gonna flow in it came in it went out and so then I started thinking well I, th I wonder if I'm thinking about this all wrong so I thought, you know, I, and I'll never forget this because this was really uh, the beginning of me uh, really shifting 
some of my, which is going to be block number two, my belief system. Um, I really desired, we, we had children, we didn't have a lot of money, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. And I really, really wanted new carpet because as you know, kids stomp in mud and everything. And, um, but I really also, uh, wanted some new couches and I thought in, it, it wasn't like nothing big. I, I think the couches were like 400 or $500, but the carpet seemed like a very big deal to me. Like to, cause that for some reason that seemed to be the hurdle, but I thought, well, you know what? I don't know how this money thing works, but I don't know. Why couldn't I just, how do I know I couldn't just get it somehow? How do I know that it just couldn't come into my life somehow? And, and I'm not just looking at it going, oh, well, I can't do it with the numbers I'm pulling in. How do I know it just couldn't come to me? Long story short, we had a long, we had a huge rainstorm. It flooded my basement and the insurance money that covered the cost of the flooding um, literally paid for not just carpet ups or upstairs, which is where I wanted it in the first place. It recarpeted my whole downstairs, my whole upstairs, and there was enough money left over for the couches. This literally happened in like a month and a half of me starting to try to change the way that I observed money around me. And it, it blew my mind because the amount of money that seemed like for a young person in their 20s and for the oddest way for that to come through um, was just life changing. I mean, have you, do you remember anything happening to you like that that was sort of, sort of shifted? Did you ever work with manifestation think, stuff? Absolutely. And one of the big things um, I remember as you were sharing your story was, again, changing my old patterns, my old belief system around money um, and not pushing the money, not thinking, oh, I, not, not focusing on um, what I don't have, focusing on what I already had we're fine, we're good, like, you know, starting out as a young family. Um, and then I also remember um, talking about energy and money. I also shifted the energy of my home, not only my own mindset, but the energy of my home. So in the feng shui principle, I was aware of where my money area was in my house. And I remember when I got my uh, feng shui certification from your left door, from the front door, from the front door of your house, your wealth and abundance, your money area is in the far left area of your home. And knowing that for myself, I shifted that area. I made sure that there were no, um, you want to make sure there's like, for example, no dead plants. You want to bring in colors that denote money, um, um, vibrant colors, either um, some purple or red or green. I'm not saying paint the whole house, but, but really bring that, bring in some, some life into this area. Maybe put a money dish in this area. I did all of that, and I kid you not, within two weeks, we got a check from um, from a, an inheritance check that we were not even uh, expecting at all um, for five thousand dollars. 
right after I did that, I thought, wow, talk about shifting money and energy. Not saying that that's going to work for everyone, but it was just, it was, uh, you know, call it a coincidence, call it shifting the energy. Um, and so, like you said, I thought, wow, what else can I um, be aware yeah, you, of? And you become addicted. It like, And when it happened, you know right away what you did. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, how did I just do that? I, you know, because you know right mm-hmm. away that you, you can feel, you remember very clearly <clears throat> because it takes a conscious effort to just try something different. And um, just to be clear, we we covered block number one was not enough information. We kind of slid in block number two, which is your belief system. This does cause people a lot of, of problems. It's like I said, it was the way that people are br- brought up. It's the way that most people, I can't tell you, and especially because we come from the Midwest and I cannot, the, the work hard for every single dollar and train your kids to value the dollar is, <clears throat> I mean, that is the heart and soul of that place. Unfortunately, that is also why people struggle so much. They, they put so much weight on this paper. And you know what I find really funny about that? I find the most funny thing I find about that is everything digital is digital now. Everything. Mm-hmm. So like you don't you're see not the money. really you're not exchanging paper <laughs> anymore. There's no paper, right. no cash going. You're giving them a card which really has nothing on it potentially. I mean, who do you know? you don't know it the card itself doesn't hold money. The card you're exchanging digital numbers. And that even made it more easy for me to sit there and exactly. go Exactly. That's made it so much easy for me to view. You literally have to detach yourself from your old belief system. And by detach yourself, what I mean is I detached myself from feeling like money had control over me. I detached myself from feeling like money was separate from me and bigger than me somehow. That it had some type of big, like, almost like, this is going to sound weird, but like almost like a celebrity money is like a celebrity that you can't really touch. You know, it's there. Mm. You really want to be around it, but it's, you're not really worthy of it somehow. I just, I started realizing I'm, you're literally, you're, you're manifesting numbers. And then I went so far to go as, okay, well, if I'm manifesting numbers, like that can't be that hard. Like how come you can't, I, how come I can't feel the numbers in my bank account go up? You know, how come <laughs> I can't feel the the numbers just like you know those little counter things how come you can't just feel it go up like if that works you know there's there's definitely more to this now for those of you who are, who are going well that just sounds ridiculously way too easy and weird um by this time i had worked through i had i had learned a lot about universal laws and that's where i'm talking about how the uh, not enough information come in i have actually written a book about universal laws. Um, it's on Amazon. You can Google universal laws, Jennifer O'Neill. Um, that book is getting hugely great reviews. But when I started really separating money as this huge, powerful thing that wasn't sort of unreachable, which is where I realized my mindset was, you know, I felt like because we had grown up the way we had and my mother was very, it was weird. She was always just constantly needed money and, and, or like she had such a love hate relationship with it, more hate. And that's the other thing that I find that people, they have a resentment relationship with money. 
And that I find that interesting mm. because they feel like that it kind of controls them. And she did. And the interesting thing was she actually ended up inheriting uh, a large inheritance. And when she passed, she had the large inheritance because she had this weird relationship with money that she just was so, which we're going to get into, she was so afraid of losing it that she just, it was very, very strange. And I did not want that for myself when I started, when I watched her with money. So I tried very hard to learn more about the energy and the universal laws and how um, the, and so I started consciously making an effort to imagine that it was all just shifting energy moving. It came into my life. It went out of my life. It came in and whenever I needed more of it, I would allow, I would feel it come in more. And so that's where I, I worked really hard on understanding and working with the universal laws and then my belief system, which is what we were talking about and getting rid of the poverty mindset. Um, because what happens is if you do get this hate relationship with money or this, this toxic relationship with money, I really think most people have a toxic relationship with money. I, it, they do. They feel like it, it controls them. They, they feel resentful at it. They feel like it's hard to come by. It's like it cheats on them. It comes in, it leaves. <laughs> Just, it don't mm. come back. I really feel like it's kind of a toxic relationship. And if you can resolve that in your belief system, and um, the other thing that is a problem with that when you're trying to resolve your belief system, when you're trying to not resolve it, but change and transform your belief system is when you're surrounded by people who are struggling all the time and constantly mm -hmm. questioning your money decisions or just talking about it and talking about how they can't pay this bill and that bill, it it's hard to change your belief system when you're around people who are very negative about money, just so that you guys know who are out there. So um, mm -hmm. if you're around people who talk very negative, really important that you either don't spend as much time with them, conversations, and try to steer clear of any conversation that has to do with money um, because it, it, you kind of can fall back in a, in a weird um, spot when you're, you know, you know, when you're dealing with people who have, the, do you feel like people who, you know, just out of curiosity, do you feel like most people that you know struggle with money or don't struggle with money? Poverty mindset, not poverty mindset. You know what? It's, um gosh it's such a mix yeah it's really such I, a mix um, i would say me too mm -hmm. yeah it's really a mix but i i i know i know we're going to go to a commercial here real soon but i i wanted to talk briefly about um while we're talking about the belief system okay we'll talk about it when we get back <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll go over that when we I get back. But while we're yeah. at break, I want everybody to think about what the people who are they're surrounded by are like. Do you feel like the people who surround yourself mainly have a poverty mindset or they don't? Think about that and we'll be back. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. 
Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for that new understanding that will enhance your life and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it and you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Aloha and welcome back. We're talking about the five common money blocks. Um... And we talked about block number one is not having enough information on how money actually is energy and working with the universal laws and how it ebbs and flows out of your life. Um, and we've been talking about your belief system would be block number two, how most people have been trained to have a poverty mindset and you are taught how hard it is to get money. So it becomes, you know, in your belief system, it becomes stuck there this poverty mindset and so we've been talking about that a little bit more and how to get rid of that and how to shift your belief system and you had something KL you wanted to talk about or add while we were talking about beliefs. yeah while we're while we're in that um, in block number two the belief system I wanted to touch upon the self-worth aspect and that was something that I really struggled with and, and in restructuring my own belief system is the being um, feeling worthy to receive. I know that there's a lot of uh, people that my clients, the healers that I work with, there's a whole worthy factor right. that is an old pattern, an old belief. It is how you're brought up. So for me, um, when we were raised, you know, we were okay, money. Like you said, money came in, money went out. There were times we were good. There were times we were struggling. And um, for me, it was, you know, money um, money was withheld at times, you know, like uh, just withheld and, and not, not receiving. So that was something that I had to work on as an adult and going into my healing practice of feeling I'm, you know, worthy of receiving. So... Um, there's all different aspects and ways to work through that, but I just wanted to touch upon that as, yeah, and, as we are in the belief system. Yeah, all of these things are really important. Um, the the belief system and the way that you're brought up, I think that people sometimes don't realize what an impact um, they just assume mm -hmm. that they're taught about money. Nobody's ever taught about money that I know of, which I find very strange. Um, I actually uh, taught my, well, people really judged me when I, when I was raising my kids because 
I consciously raised them in a way that I wasn't harping on them about money and the cost of things. And the reason I did that was because um, I wanted them to see how things could flow easy into their life. And it's not that I went and bought them everything that they wanted to. I didn't do that. But we, we, I wasn't one of those parents that was like, okay, you know, but that costs this much money. If they wanted to go on a trip somewhere, I'd be like, okay, let's figure out how we can make this happen. And I specifically mm -hmm. did that because I did, I was purposely trying to make sure they grew up without having that feeling of being restricted from your personal desires or soul desires by this piece of paper. Like I felt like mm -hmm. that was just really messed up. And so I really, really tried hard to make sure that whenever my kids really kind of desired, if we didn't have the money, that was never something that came out of my mouth ever. It would be like, okay, how can we make this happen? Let's talk about this. Let's like make a plan and figure it out. And my kids do really, really well at their young age with the money that they bring in. And they, they do not have, I noticed a lot of the money um, blocks that I had tried to overcome. And, you know, it, 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 it's hard for a number of reasons. You grow up feeling like you're, um, you know, this holds a lot of control over your life, number one, and you can't mm -hmm. get very much. This thing that holds all this control over your life, there's just a shortage of it. And that was another thing that I thought was really weird. I didn't understand how why is there always a shortage of it? Because some people have really a lot of it. So in my mind, where's the shortage, you know? And then um, trying to get it to where I didn't feel resentful towards it. So that was the process I really went through with my belief system is I really worked on not feeling resentful of it and, and not because you get frustrated and resentful if you feel like it has all this control. And so you begin exactly. your focus, you know? Yeah, your focus becomes on the money, not on maybe choices that you're making or not allowing the money to breathe and free flow in and out of your life. And so I, in my, my personal thing with which I noticed the biggest difference is I really, really, I, I would sit there and actually visualize and concentrate on dissipating that control, not making money bigger than me, making it feel like it aligned with me and then making it really be numbers and energy to me and it just release it. I worked so hard on that. I worked a year on that or more just constantly. Anytime it came into my life, this piece of paper, not even seeing it as a piece of paper, but just seeing it as a, a representation of energy. And that's, I would constantly in my mind when I would visualize at night, when I would visualize that I needed money to pay a bill, I would visualize numbers just going up and just this, you know, it, it was very freeing because I also started seeing change. I immediately started seeing change when I resolved my, um, my feelings towards money, when I resolved that. And that was in my core belief right. system. This, you know what I mean? So did um, you also feel did you also feel that you um, detached emotionally from yes, the money? Yes, 100%. Well? Mm -hmm. That was literally if you can detach detach if you can detach from money emotionally, that is so incredibly healthy for your money relationship and I'll tell you blocks just mm -hmm. crumble down faster than anything. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Um, because like I said, then it has no control over you. It's kind of, again, you have a relationship with money like you do with people. It's like, um, you know, if you can det not detach yourself from people, but like say you're in a, in a spousal type relationship, but you kind of take care of your own self and, and you just take care of the relationship as in it's more balanced as in you're not needy to money. You're not needy to your spouse. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? It, once you resolve that within yourself, the, the, the non-neediness, when you become a non-needy partner to your money relationship, um, and you just figure out how to go, you know, I, I have a roof over my head and somehow it's going to come in, somehow it's going to flow in, somehow it's going to enhance my life. When you can resolve that emotional relationship, that changed everything. Um, and this show is going so quickly. Um, so that really was the core of restructuring my belief system is resolving that relation or, you know, the emotional detaching myself emotionally mm -hmm. from it and not making it mm -hmm. something bigger. You know, everybody you. should really think Me about too. that. Yeah, they yeah. should really sit there and think about how much power that they give money over their life. Like how it's like you think of it as this huge, untouchable, like controlling thing that really controls your life. And, um, it, you know, it, yes, it does in some aspects, but you have to let go of that. Anyways, which brings me to block number three, because if I don't keep moving, we're never going to cover all these blocks. Um, which is materializing your desires and working with the law of attraction. That's another money mistake that I see people make all the time. And that is when you're on the spiritual journey, people materialize their desires and it kind of hinders the process. And what I mean by that is when you're viewing money as energy and, um, you know, you're trying to bring things into your life, what do you need money for? Well, you need money like to pay that. Um, to eat and you know do all the survival things which is super important but a lot of times people will go well you know I need a new car and I, I really just I need a new car or I need a new house and they get very frustrated because then again it's that all control that money has huge huge money mistake to materialize materializing your desires into a thing so because that contradicts and causes an internal conflict with your spiritual journey which is your soul is really wanting more um, time and freedom and space and, and those types of things. So instead of materializing that you need a new car, you have to go back to what is this car resolving for you? Um, is it resolving, is it causing you less stress because you know it's more reliable? You need some more reliable transportation. You need to feel more relaxed on getting from point A to point B, which resolves a lot of stress. So you start having to think about, well, I need some more, I need to not be stressed on how I'm gonna get to, from point A to point B instead of I need this certain car. Or like people, houses are very common. Like people will be like, I need, I need another house, another house, or I, you know, I need a new place to live. But what they're really desiring is more space because energetically they're feeling cramped or energetically, maybe the place that they're in is feeling kind of negative. Maybe they're living with somebody they don't want to live with, or you, you know what I mean? So what you're really desiring is a different space. And so you have to start, instead of materializing it into, again, a product, you have to go for the feeling of what that product's gonna relieve. So does that make sense? 
because if we're going for a product, you're back to the paper thing. Do you see? Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're really wanting more freedom. You're wanting more happiness by not being stressed. You're wanting more space. And so that's something that you really need to start realizing. Why do I want, you know, money in my life? Why do I want, and this is when we're talking about kind of abundance types things, um, mm -hmm. things where people are feeling like they don't have enough of something in their life. You know, um, I did, I did want another car at some point in time, um, when I started being more successful and I had a very specific car that I wanted, which kind of goes against what I'm talking about here. But I, the reason that I did it in this way was because I, I really, I didn't need, need it in the way that I was being desperate about it. You know, like, why am I not getting this car? Um, I'm feeling really frustrated that I'm not getting this car. I had done worked through all that with my money issues. And I was just like, you know what? I technically can walk a lot of places or I can catch a ride with somebody if I need to, because my kids had cars or whatever. And, but I'm just going to keep saving for a car and I'm going to get the one I want. Eventually someday this car that I'm desiring will be sort of a rep. It, it, to me, this specific um, car that I was looking for was um, <clears throat> an indication of my success, I guess I would say. Is that how you would say that? Um, mm -hmm. And so I saved for four years trying to get this, um, uh, this, or not trying to get it, but just thinking it'll come into my life someday. And uh, I didn't really think about it actually happening, which is a funny thing. I never really <laughs> thought about it. And then um, uh, my mother had passed and she had all this money she had passed with in the bank. And people kept saying, why don't you just buy a car? And it's like, well, you know, I don't know. And then why don't you buy this kind? Well, because when I buy one, I want to buy one that I really have always desired. I want to be, have the opportunity one day to go choose a car that I like the style versus I can afford. So pick from these five cars. Here's the five cars you can afford. So pick one of these. I just wanted to be able to have that option to go, you know, but this is the kind I want. So I'm going to go search for that. And so, um, I actually kept saving money for these four years and I, th a kind of an odd thing happened. Um, and I'll tell you, explain to you what happened when we get back. Your conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio. IOMFM. Humanity Healing International is a small nonprofit with a big dream. Since 2007, HHI has been working tirelessly to bring help to communities with little or no hope. Our projects are not broad mandates, nor are they overnight solutions, but they bring the reassurance that no one is alone and that someone cares. To learn more, please visit humanityhealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, 
be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9pm Eastern Time. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. So we were talking about manifesting your desires um, as being block, or not manifesting, materializing your desires, block number three. Um, and, but anyways, the car that I had been wanting and sort of desiring, but I didn't even really think it would happen. For some reason when my, well, well my mother had passed actually, um, and I, she had passed with all this money and I, and I am going through my old belief systems and my old patterns and things that she had done. And I, I thought it was so bizarre that she had just really just had, had this poverty mindset yet she had so much money in the bank and it was really strange to me. And I thought she never lived her life ever doing some, she, she literally passed not doing some of her most desired things that she had the money for because she was so afraid of losing money, which is what we're going to get into mm -hmm. in block number four. And I thought, what am I waiting? Like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to just be so afraid of spending money because I'm so, have a toxic relationship with it. And then I don't like, I feel like it's not going to come back into my life. And that's how she was. She would never, she didn't ever feel like it would come back around, which was weird because she had plenty of it. And so, um, I just, I thought, well, screw it. I'm going to apply for this car loan and see, yeah, I don't want to be like that, you know? And it was a luxury car loan, which they're harder to get. And I was approved immediately. Long story short, I then texted the dealership because I thought, well, that was weird. I must be a sign. <laughs> so I, I had actually bought, purchased the car um, within days. And it, it, I thought maybe I'll have regretted that because it, it was a lot of money. Um, but it was a sign to me of how I had changed my belief system, how my I was beginning to be very successful in my life, which is where it started with the shift in the belief system. And so it was an indication and I, I've never looked back. It, it's been one of the most amazing. Every time I walk into my driveway, I'm like, I'm so proud of myself because that <laughs> literally is a physical sign or it's a reminder every day. I kid you not. Every day I get into that car, it reminds me that I've changed my money energy and it reminds me it's a lot easier for me than it was when I was younger it feels easy it literally does feel easy to me now and but it took me working through all these blocks you know um do you remember getting and I we but do you remember purchasing anything ever like that made you feel like you kind of got over that hump I did. I do. It's funny you mentioned the car because I remember uh, when I was living there in Hawaii and I got a, um, I wanted a Volvo and the Volvo that, that we found was 
um, it was uh, like a, I don't know, had all the bells and whistles. And it was mm-hmm. funny because when I first sat in it, it, it was it was used but new to me. It, again, with me, my my running story belief system was just not feeling worthy. And, and, and so I sat in that car and I felt like, oh, this is too, this is too much for me. <laughs> right. And I would drive it thinking, oh, there's too many things in this car. And I had to really, um, really get, get over that and just, just, I, it's okay. I deserve this. Like you, I worked hard. It's okay. I can, you know, it's not out of our means or anything like that. And not, I mean, it was, it was really interesting. Um, how I felt when I first got in that car and probably for the first month driving it. But then, I mean, we drove that car into the ground. <laughs> My kids learned how to drive on that car and, and, uh, and it, well, it, was, I, it, it was really, you made a good point there too. Um, I also had saved for four years. I had saved for a down payment and I could totally afford this car and you could afford that car. Yeah. But even when you get to the point where you can afford things, it, you've shifted your money, it's coming in, you've saved stuff. Mm-hmm. There are still blocks that you have to face sometimes. And sometimes those blocks are what we're talking about. And well, I, I put your self-worthy into the next category, which would be block number four is fear and guilt. Once you hit a certain status, um, or I don't want to say status, but a certain uh, knowledge base area. Once you develop far enough with your money relationship, fear and guilt comes in, and um, mm-hmm. or not being worthy. You are you were successful. You were very successful. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Kao has been very successful in in everything she tries. So, <laughs> but um, you were do. doing well, and you guys could afford it, and um, you know, you were successful, but you were still trying to resolve the guilt, the the self worth. Right. What I call right. it guilt. Um, I did some of the same things as well. And, and even that even I've been successful in my field for a while now. Um, but it, even up until a few years ago, because I mean, I am human and I'm constantly trying to learn and I'm constantly trying to get better at all the things with the energy around me. I'm always cleaning up my energy. I'm always double checking how I'm viewing my energy. You know, I, I still do that it's energy maintenance, you know. But guilt mm-hmm. of being successful and the guilt of being able to buy something that is nice. Um, you know, when you have people around you, I struggled with that a lot. When you had pe- have people around you who are struggling with money all the time and they're just, they're not getting it. They're not getting that that's even starts with them. It's not like the economy it's not like the job that they have, the whole money belief system, core energy, the whole money situation that they're in starts with them and their core beliefs. And that's how money moves in and out your life. And once you shift that, they don't get it. They don't understand that that's what it is. And so some people you can't teach that to because some people I'm surrounded by, they could care less what I do, even though they know me. Um, and I don't want to necessarily spend a lot of time trying to teach them if they're not open to it. It makes no sense. Right. But there will be, there, there'll be guilt when you have 
friends and family members sometimes that that are struggling and you're not you know i my kids have even talked about that some they don't want to share their successes sometimes because they're very young and they've they've done well but when you share that jealousy comes up you know and you can feel that from people i i've i felt that a lot in my life once i kind of finally got over that and i would purchase something and but then i wouldn't be like my car and i didn't even want to tell people like i literally didn't want to tell people because I was, I knew what would happen. They would, I feel like they'd view me different. And then it took the, the joy away for me. You know, it took that pride away mm -hmm. that I felt in create. It was very strange. And, and um, that I still have to keep myself in check with because I still am in, my money situation is so resolved that things just flow in and flow in. And I, I do know that there's people around me that um, how did she get there? How how's her businesses doing so well? You know how can they afford to do? That? I definitely can feel it. I mean, and plus I'm psychic that that always helps. And um, not that I want to know that. I'd just soon be able to tune that stuff out. You know, and empaths have a really hard time with guilt. Um, so you have to get to where you said you're worthy. You're mm -hmm. worthy of. Of, of that it doesn't matter what everybody everybody else is getting to make their choices but you get to make yours and you're worthy of having that and I think that I think that's really important I think that um, that's a super huge thing to resolve and I actually wish we could talk a little bit more about that but I don't want to miss block number five and maybe we can after we cover which is unhappiness and negativity um, that is one, a huge thing which really goes back to that relationship with money that we talked about in the beginning and it goes back to um, if you're feeling really just unhappy and negative towards money and and you have this relationship where you're viewing it a certain way that lowers your vibration and when as far as the universal laws work which you guys should all go study up on um, it actually becomes very hard like mud to attract money into your life it becomes very sticky in in the energetic flow and it doesn't move it's like quicksand it doesn't move towards you it very much and it's hard to pull it in it's really really hard and so that's important how do you feel before we go I you might be able to tell people how do you feel like you resolved your self-worth money situation uh, gosh you know what or for have me, you it was the awareness <laughs> yeah yeah no, no, no. I'm still working on it. No. But, you know, we, we do because things come up, right? You never, yeah. ever, ever are fully like, I'm healed. I'm fine. I No, no. things come yeah. up. Ebb and flow, right? Same with ebb no. and flow of the emotion. Same yeah. with you get triggers. But now yeah. we have tools. So how did I get rid of that? How did I come um, overcome the self-worth was through uh actually my husband helped me a lot because he has a very healthy money relationship, relationship. there's no yeah. emotional attachment whatsoever so when i learned when i asked you earlier about did you uh, feel that emotional separation when i realized money is energy when i realized that to separate my emotions from the money yes. and money can come to me freely and easily, then that, that really started to, to shift. And then the, the whole um, worthiness that was, that was healing 
the patterns of and and it was like you said with the with the mother it was my mother too mom and dad you know realizing i don't need to carry their money patterns or for their fear of losing money fresh exactly yeah it's for yes so for my mother it was not having enough Mm -hmm. um you know and and we didn't we didn't really learn about about money um growing up and now now we do but it was realizing that fear of releasing letting go not holding on to their own patterns right well thank you for joining us today hopefully you guys found some of this helpful we probably should have done a part one and part two uh, but anyways, <laughs> stop over on they to keystospiritworld.com. Yeah, <laughs> keys Definitely check out my empath class. It won't be open until 2018. Empathclass.com. And then we'll, uh, all of our other information will be below. So until next time, have an amazing aloha.